Hello and good morning, my loves. It is like 10 a.m. on October 26, 2021. Mm, and I have just been laying here in the stillness of my morning, as I love to do. This is not what the episode's about, but I just want to share um, how I find a lot of people, even most of the women I work with, um, they don't allow the time for stillness in the mornings. It's like, wake up, check your phone, immediately get up, um, you know, all that good stuff and just get on with your day. And like, y'all deserve to know the magic that happens when you allow the time for just stillness in the mornings. That is truly when like all of my most potent downloads come to me. Not even when I'm just like, in meditation, although I'll argue that like laying in quiet and stillness is meditation. Um, but I'll say like when I'm not doing a guided meditation um, or a more formal practice, when I'm literally just laying in my bed in the complete silence and just letting my thoughts come to me, um, that's where so much magic happens. And Sure enough, <laughs> that's what happened this morning. Um, and so I want to take it back to the very beginning of my my twin flame journey, which is essentially what I want this episode to be about. I was kind of fig- like wrestling with, do I want to make a post about this? Do I want to type it out? Do I want to make a video? Blah, blah, blah. But it's kind of a lot of information. And so I'm like, I think this is best suited for just recording like a 15, 20 minute podcast episode. Um, So I'm always hesitant to talk about the twin flame journey. If you follow me on social media, you'll see that there's almost zero, zero note of me being on a twin flame journey on my pages, because I find that It gets way over-romanticized. People use it uh, way more commonly than it actually is. Like, the actual number of twin flames that exist on planet Earth is way, 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 way smaller than the number of people who think they're a twin flame. (laughs) And I'm not saying that as any shade or whatever. Like, it's just, it's the reality. It has become commercialized and with anything there's you know the light and the dark and so the dark side has manifested in um really wounded people who are using the the twin flame journey if or i don't know label if you will um as a means to keep themselves in really toxic and unhealthy relationships and it's sad (laughs) that that's kind of what has gained traction, that's what has gained notoriety, and typically what people associate um, with the twin flame name. Um, and it's funny, like I've, I've spoken to um, two other women over the last uh, about year and a half that I've, since I've met my twin flame um, and become aware of the journey, I've only met two women who I'm like, yeah, they're, they're really in it. They're on the Ascension journey. And like, this is a true twin flame dynamic in their life as well. 
But have I met many, many, many more, more people who claim to be on the journey? Yes, absolutely. And that's, again, not to say I'm like the end all be all uh, judge and jury of like, who's a true twin flame or not. But um, yeah, I I like to think I'm, I'm pretty motherfucking intuitive and know what I'm talking about. I don't just make shit up for, for shits and gigs. Um, My people always ask like, how do you know what you know? Like my wisdom comes directly from God, whether it's life experiences that he puts me through to learn, or it's God speaking directly through me. Um, Everything that I know is divine wisdom. Um, And so it's not just like random shit that I make up for fun (laughs) to sound cool and like sell courses and shit like that. Like it's, that's just not me. Um, But so anyways, I met my twin flame about a year and a half ago at this point. And I don't want to get into like the specifics of our journey or dynamic. I want to talk about like my personal experience of it in terms of ascension, which the whole ascension process, truly the whole twin flame journey process is about returning to inner union. And I'm going to say that again, (laughs) the entire purpose of the ascension process within the twin flame journey is to return to inner union. That means me, myself, and I, not me and my divine counterpart, right? Our external world is just the physical manifestation of our internal world. And so the result of external union is just the natural physical manifestation of inner union. I'm sorry if y'all can hear, there's like crazy, like, banging. I don't know if it's construction or whatever going outside. And so I'm hoping my AirPods are like cutting the noise out, but just in case you can hear it, uh, sorry. (laughs) But anyways, um, I'm going to repeat it for a third time. The whole purpose of the ascension process on the twin flame journey is to bring you into inner union. And this is where most people get tripped the fuck up on their journey or their journey that they think they're on is that they're chasing the external union. They're chasing the relationship with the person, who they think is their quote unquote divine counterpart. And so they end up missing all the, the lessons and reflections and um, steps along the way that are actually designed to bring them into inner union, to have complete harmonious healing within themselves. And from that place, they're able to manifest heaven on earth for themselves. And, you know, one of those things is external union. Um, but <laughs> it's, it's when you focus so heavily on the external union, and just lose sight of, okay, what is this supposed to teach me about my own healing? It's just another giant loop of self-abandonment, right? Because this beautiful journey that's meant to be 
for your own benefit, your own personal healing to make you happier, healthier, more whole and harmonious than ever before. You are skipping out on all of that because you're just so laser focused on trying to force a relationship with another person. And like, that's like the ultimate self-abandonment. Um, and so, yeah, the, the true purpose of all of this is to create inner union. Um, and what is that? Like the balance, the, the healed relationships between your inner masculine and feminine energies. Um, and so one of the things that I, cause I, I personally don't like to tune in too often to just like twin flame resources that are out there because there's a lot of programming that goes on in our world. I mean, we're constantly bombarded with things as, as purely intentioned as they may be. Um, but there's still a, a form of programming. And so I, I try to tune out of, um, things that, that will contain said programming without like realizing that they are. So that tends to be like the really well-intentioned things of like, um, evolved and woke Instagram pages and tarot readings and things like that. Like all of those kind of carry the underlying nuance of, we're not sovereign, that it requires something outside of ourselves to create the life that we desire, that certain things are beyond our control. And while, yes, we couldn't possibly be in the know and in control of every single thing in our life, um, I, I think that those types of things like readings and whatever, it, it can rob us of, um, it's almost like learned helplessness. Like it just subconsciously starts digging away at us at like, oh, we can't create this for ourselves because of X, Y, Z that showed up in, from my psychic or from a tarot reading or whatever it is, rather than no, 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 this is what I desire. And I'm committed to creating, to living in the possibility that will create that reality for myself. What does that look like? And then like pausing and just letting yourself be so present that you can start listening for the answers in your daily life. Um, that's my personal style. <laughs> like I just love to be basking in my sovereignty, in my like deeply open and connected relationship to the divine, to God, to Jesus, where I like have them on motherfucking speed dial. Um, that is my personal style. Um, and so I don't like to tune into um, resources about like twin flames or things like that, even though I know that I am one. <laughs> and I know that last April, my rapid ascension got triggered like overnight. Um, and for those of you who have gone through like a true ascension process, you know, like, you know, when you're on a true twin flame journey, because your life <laughs> is <laughs> thrown upside down 
and it's just it's it is the uh catalyst to ascension um and if you don't know what ascension is you're you're not um you're more than likely not on a twin flame journey because you'll know when you meet your person that that feels like your perfect mirror and they just start reflecting back all the shit to you that you've been avoiding that you don't want to admit lives within you all your deepest fears and wounds and insecurities and you just get to face them and heal them and integrate them and release them, you know, and, and it, I'm not going to lie. It's definitely very painful at, at parts along the way. Um, but it is leading you to this inner union, this place of inner union. And um, one of the things that, um, like Twin Flame resources oftentimes share is that on this journey, you awaken to your soul's purpose, like your mission work, your reason for being here on earth. And I, I mean, that's one of like the many things that's like, oh, it's a telltale sign that you're on a, a, a Twin Flame journey, whatever. And I would always kind of gloss over that one because I'm like, oh, I've had my coaching business for years now and I'm, you know, really connected to what I'm supposed to do and healing women and blah, 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 you know, just kind of like skating over it totally from a place of ego rather than just curiosity of like, hmm, I wonder what else God can show me about myself, even if I think I already know it, right? And so again, this is just a good reminder that I get to remain open and curious in all things, even in the things that I think I have figured the fuck out. Because bringing this all full circle, what happened to me this morning in my morning practice, <laughs> um, when I was just laying here, like letting my mind be open to, to messages from God, um, that, that piece about mission work, soul work, um, it dropped into me. And I just had a moment where I was like, Oh, my gosh, like all the lights turned on. And I just had this vision, like this moment where I'm like, God, and Jesus, and my path and like my entire soul team up in heaven are just like laughing their asses off at me right now. Because <laughs> like, they're like, duh, Michaela, like this is what we've been trying to show you this whole time, but you've been kind of acting like you already got this part, you know? And so I just, um, I just had a moment where I was like picturing them really like <laughs> laughing at me um, because what happened was I've been feeling the, the call probably over the last like four months or so um, to switch up the intention of my online course. And so it's currently titled The Sensual Healing Experience. And while that felt super good and sexy and resonant to me back in December, last December, when I um, initially birthed that idea and created it and all that good stuff, I mean, that, that felt like it fit. But about six, four to six months ago, I... Also, sorry if you can hear that beeping. 
I, my street just must be like a fucking construction zone right now. But anyways, uh, back to me. <laughs> um, what started happening about four to six months ago is like, it just started feeling a lot less resonant. Like the whole like sensual healing experience, like it just felt very forced to me. Right. Because if I wanted to be honest with myself, like, Michaela, what the fuck is sensual about the work that is created in this course? Well, do we get to keep the intention of like bringing our sensual side and like being so immersed in all of our senses? Do we get to bring that level of intention and presence into everything we do in an ideal world? Yes. And like, that's definitely something that I'm coming back to and like, how can I just infuse all of life's moments with like a little bit of sexy, you know, feeling and, and presence and femininity and all that stuff. Like I, it just, it's important to me, but, um, (laughs) what that course really is, is like the, the, the manifestation of all the deep, deep, deep soul lessons I learned on my, my twin flame ascension. Um, and of course I'll continue updating it as I continue to learn because our learning is never done. But the, the lessons that I learned over the last year and a half, the healing that I gifted myself, that God gifted me through this ascension process, um, (laughs) there was nothing like sexy or sensual about it, like nothing. So (laughs) it was really painful. And I, I love that I am a safe space for people to come to and do the the really deep work, the the painful work, the shadow work that um, sucks in a lot of ways. It's beautiful and it's holy, but it fucking sucks in a lot of ways. Um, and you totally deserve to do it. You should totally do it. Um, it will expand you and and you know evolve your life and your soul in ways that you didn't even think possible for yourself but it sucks um and so feeling like oh I want to continue with the title of like the sensual healing experience um it just felt forced and really disingenuous like it it what it is is like me trying to hold on to my old identity right because I've shared with you maybe it maybe I've shared on here I'm not sure but I know I've shared on my Instagram, obviously. My coaching business started in the realm of pleasure. Like everything that felt good and intimacy and connection and all the like warm, fuzzy, juicy, yummy, you know, practices of of reconnecting women to their femininity and their sexuality. Um and I love that. Like I love that work. It is a hundred percent um a part of me still and stuff that I, I still love to teach women. But my my course evolved, my teachings evolved, me as a coach, I evolved and I I realized that like my work isn't in um pleasure anymore. Like that doesn't get to be the focus. Um in so in December of last year it I realized oh this this work is healing. Like my work is healing. My work is helping women heal 
I mean, really men and women, I'm not going to limit myself, but right now my courses are just for women. But I do know that, that what I share and just who I am heals men as well. Um, so I realized that like my work here is healing. And at first I felt like, oh, my healing work is to, again, reconnect women to their power, to their sense of self and their connection and blah, blah, blah. You know, like all that language that I felt like I was so attached to. And then about four to six months ago, I was just like, "Mm, I don't necessarily think that's what it is anymore. Like if I'm getting really specific and clear with myself, um, And then I was like, you know what I think it is? I really feel like I'm called to teach, to bring people back to like unconditional love and bring them into healthy relationships and blah, blah, blah. And so I was like playing with that and trying that on. And (laughs) I was sitting with that again this morning and it just dropped in. And it was like, Michaela, you're literally leading people back to inner union. Like, that's, that's what this is, because the unconditional love and the relationships are the byproduct of healing to the point of inner union. And that's when the light bulb just went off, like where every all the lights turned on. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is literally my twin flame journey coming full circle like my work my work is to teach humans how to come into inner union and it's just like like it was like that answer that that clarity has been sitting right in front of me for the last year and a half since I became aware of my twin flame journey in my own ascension process. And I've just been like, turned a blind eye to it because I'm like, "Mm, I already know my mission work. I already know what I'm on earth to do and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, no, bitch, you thought you did. And now you're finally um, surrendered enough to receive the, the information, the communication that It is your work to return people to inner union and the right. Cause we're, we're bringing in the golden era. We're bringing in the new earth and separation doesn't get to live in this era. We are bringing the world back to like massive union and that can't be possible on a collective scale unless we start on the individual level. And so my work as a coach, as a teacher, as a leader is helping the individual come back to inner union, to heal their feminine and masculine, to find harmony within themselves, to heal those wounds that have kept them in those loops of self-sabotage and self-inflicted pain like that is deeply my work is returning people to inner union and just like laughing to myself that it has literally been like 
standing right in front of me for the last year and a half. And that clarity just dropped in this morning. <laughs> oh my gosh. God is so funny. Actually, I mean, God is so good. Humans are funny. And God just gets to have a really great fucking sense of humor with us because <laughs> humans are so silly. We love to, and I'm not going to speak truth into this, but historically, we've loved to make things way more complicated than they need to be. Um. And while I've been spending the last like year and a half trying to, well, no, year and a half since I met my twin flame, but it's been about 10 months since I have been racking my brain with like how I wanted to re redesign my online course. So I've been sitting with this for like 10 months of different language and intentions that just didn't feel 100% resonant when the answer was fucking right in front not only was it right in front of me it was me it is me it is my journey this return to inner union um <laughs> like the answer was me all along um life is life is just fucking beautiful oh my gosh like the the poetic justice that's in all of this of like um Returning to you, oh my God, like, sorry, my mind's just like <laughs> going crazy a little bit in the moment as, as y'all are hearing this, but life is just, yeah, so beautiful, so poetic. I mean, it's really why I tell people, to me, like red flags that show up in clients that people that like I will refuse to work with are the people who feel like they've already they already know everything or like they've already got a certain area of their life mastered or blah 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 because I'm like <laughs> if you've really done the depth of work that I think would potentially qualify someone to to feel like they're at a mastery level then you would know that there's no way for you to ever be done there's no way for you to ever fully have something mastered and you know that you don't even need physical proof of that. It's just that life has shown you enough times already that there's, it's impossible for you to know what you don't know. Right. And so like this, my, my um, clarity around my online offering, like I didn't know, I didn't know it. <laughs> I didn't know that I didn't know the answer that was me that was right in front of me all along until it popped into my awareness. And so our healing journey is no different. Like keep yourself so open and humble and curious about what you can be shown now and in the future about yourself that you didn't even know was there. Um, so yeah, I, I will leave y'all with that just to keep yourself open and humble and curious. Um, that's the greatest way that that God can reach us and speak to us and use life to show us things that we didn't know we didn't know. Um, so for all y'all who are just always so interested to know how I got to where I am, <laughs> I guess I'll leave it with those three things. 
um, being open, humble, and curious. All right. I love y'all. Thank you for listening to me on this beautiful Tuesday morning. Um, and I hope y'all have an amazing rest of your day. Bye.